My name is Matt Brown. Words of wisdom. Drop that zero and get with the hero. And let's start the show. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! It's a happy day here on the Productive Conversations podcast. What's going on? My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of this podcast. And I just want to give a shout out to the greatest listeners in the world, the greatest fans. You all are the greatest thing to happen to me at this point in my life so far. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and supporting the show. I just want to give another shout out for how awesome you are. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody is dandy on this Thursday, the 14th of January. On this Thursday, trying to count blessings, trying to move about, trying to make our family proud, real friends. I hope everybody, if you're on the brink of a big decision, you know what to do. Do the right thing. Believe in yourself. As I am trying to believe in myself. Every day, just push it forward and do the right thing. I got a haircut. Feeling good. Uh, Some posters are up. Some new ones. And yeah. Just enjoying what January can offer so we continue to be responsible. More people get vaccinated. And yeah, a week from today, there'll be a new president in office. Exactly five days from today. Whoa. Or I should say six days from today. And uh, yeah, we got something to look forward to. But for now... We have a podcast to look forward to and a guest to really look forward to. Chris Pinto is on the program today. My great friend from college. Very funny. Very sweet. Uh, was absolutely incredible speaking to over Zoom for our podcast. She let it out for good reasons. She didn't hold back. She was entertaining as hell. And I really, really enjoyed speaking with her. And we caught up. Got to know each other a bit more, and uh, things got real. So uh, I didn't expect to talk about my worst day or my best day ever at this point. But uh, we did. We wound up doing that. Both of us shared some funny things and then some. So seriously, guys, a great podcast is on the horizon, and let's start it. Chris Pinto, it's your turn. Here we go. It's nice to have you with us. My guest needs no introduction, but it's such a pleasure to have her on. My great friend from the University of Hartford, someone who's been making some humongous moves. It's somebody I'm very, very lucky to have on the show today. Karishma Pinto, what's going on? Welcome to the Productive Conversations podcast. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you. It's been way too long, Matt. Seriously. Way too too long. long. But heck, in a year of unpredictability and a year of 
craziness. It's nice that we could figure out things to rekindle and catch up. And I'm just so glad you're here. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, Karishma. So, University of Hartford grad mm-hmm. coming uh, all, you know, rising on the top of the world. We have so much fun things to get into. But right now, you're living in Hartford where you went to school, right? Yes, I am. Um, After graduation, I moved to the West End during grad school. And then now I actually live right downtown, right in the heart of all of it. So never really left. Tell me. So you come, you're from Philly, right? You're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. More or less. I'm from like the suburbs, like 45 minutes. But, you know, I love to tell everybody I'm from Philly. Okay, cool, (laughs) cool. So, hey, I'll say it still counts Pennsylvania native either way. but. First things first, why did you decide to stay at the university? Well, after going to the University of Hartford, you got the world to go to. Why did you Mm -hmm. decide to stay in this place you went to college? That is a really good question. So I did not plan on staying in Hartford, like no way. I, um, again, went to grad school, did like the one-year comm program at UHart. Shout out to UHart. And I graduated and I was like basically shit out of luck. I didn't have a job and I had Mm -hmm. to move home to Pennsylvania. So I actually moved home after graduation for three months trying to find something and then I got an email from my professor saying, hey, the Hartford Yard Goats are hiring. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I don't want to do that. I know nothing about baseball. It was a graphic designer position and I had just graduated with a communications degree. <laughs> but I was like, hey, screw it. Like, I'll just apply. And then got the job and I had to I had two weeks to move back to Hartford. So that's basically how I ended up back just for that job. So <laughs> You were like you were moving off campus for good, good, huh? Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like graduation was over. I was like, I have nowhere to go. So I went home, and then I was like, wait, I need a job. So then I had to like move back, and I moved to an apartment downtown. How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. So you had experience, you know, being in the great state of Connecticut. Obviously, grew up in the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. What's like, you know, obviously two major cities in the west. Oh, sorry, in the east. Can you tell me, like, what is life like in the Hartford area compared to the Philly area? Okay, that's a good one. So I'll have to actually break it down to the Pennsylvania suburbs just because I can't really speak to Philly, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Growing up, I never really, like, went to the city just because it was, like, 45 minutes away and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I had, I had protective parents. So I grew up in like a predominantly like white town, like being an Indian girl, like Mm -hmm. definitely very interesting things going on there. And then moving to like Hartford, which is a city, um, was an interesting transition because normally you hear the opposite. It's like, oh my God, Philly's so cool. And like Hartford sucks. Like what even is Connecticut and what is Hartford? But I actually love and prefer living in Hartford. Like I just, I think the community is great. The diversity unmatched to anything I've seen before. Again, being from a conservative suburb in Pennsylvania, like, I think it's so different and um, it's really given me a lot of opportunities to like learn and grow living in a city like that. Um, 
again, Hartford, like, I mean, if I, if I was to compare it to Philadelphia, obviously I think there's a lot more in Philadelphia. Hartford is kind of known to be a dead city, which I hate saying, but it's kind of true. Definitely up and coming, but I don't know. I think it's in a way it's a little hard to compare them just because they're different, but I like really love where I'm at. You know, it has potential, you know? Absolutely. Do you feel that, um, do you feel that Hartford has any potential to, could it be an up and coming city? Like we've seen some cities over like the past, I don't know, 10, 20 years that have gotten a bigger reputation, whether it's like Nashville, like we weren't talking about Nashville crazy. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't uh, like 10 years ago, but now it's a popping place or like Austin, Texas is getting really popular. Do you think Hartford, Connecticut could be another great popular American city? I think so. I mean, right now they're building like a ton of new housing units. They're actually developing the entire area around the ballpark. And again, just even getting that ballpark and getting the yard goats to come here really kind of, I mean, we were on a map before with the whalers and everything. And then we kind of fell off, you know how yeah, it goes. Exactly. Um, but I think getting those pro sports teams back um, in some capacity has yeah. been really helpful. Like even the Hartford athletic soccer team, all of that. And then, you know, we have the wolf pack, I think that's really helped. And then um, another thing that we have happening is we're become slowly becoming like a tech hub and a startup hub. Like there are so many startups in Hartford. It's amazing. And so I think people will start moving here and we'll kind of see some changes. And I think we'll be up and coming. Let's just pray this pandemic doesn't close down every single damn bar because like we're running out of options. You know, Black Bear closed. I yeah. can't believe Black Bear closed. Rest in peace, Black Bear. Rest I miss karaoke Tuesdays. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you what know about, what I'm talking about. Come on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What about um Angry Bull? Angry Bull's gone. Yeah, all of them. All of them. The is only Russian thing there is still Russian, there? Yeah, Russians. But who knows after they've been closed this whole time. So Russian, Pig's Eye, Tavern, and Rocking Horse are still there. Yeah. Okay. So they're, Those, they're there for now and hopefully for now. forever. Oh, man. Yeah. Why don't, but we'll why yeah. don't you create the next great bar, Karishma? Why don't I know. you the entrepreneurial skills? <laughs> I know. Well, I've been thinking about, you know, like what if I started a, some kind of business, brick and mortar business in Hartford? Like that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Hey, so. you got my support with it. Where, I mean, where has it, do, are those places still not occupied? I swear they closed when we were our senior at college. Now it's been a few years and they're still, are they still open spaces? Empty? No one's taking them? So it's funny because like when Black Bear closed, which was the worst day of my life, um, mm-hmm. they another like bar took over called The Press. It was basically the they press. were trying to be like fancy. Yeah, it was like newspaper themed. And the, and I never went, but I That's heard all these cool. things about it. Yeah. But then people were like, it's just Black Bear with nice decorations. Like the floors are still <laughs> sticky. Like, <laughs> Isn't that a cool so, thing though? Like you get that vibe, you know, a revamped version? I guess, but it's like, it, they were like trying to be classy and it's like, no, Blackberry is forever stained in this establishment. So they ended up closing. My um, and now another place has just moved in the Russell. The Russell was like a West Indian place on Pratt street, like was always popping. Like their covers were really high. So like I never went there, but like people love that. So they've just moved into that spot. So we shall see what happens. But. I love that kind of vibe. That sounds like that sounds really yeah. new. You don't really see a lot of West Indies places, but yeah, so much dancing, a lot of culture. Exactly. exactly. I might go up to see what that's like. I'm dead serious. Yeah, oh, yeah you should. 
come visit me. Please, there please show go. me around the new Hartford. I haven't been there in a few years, and uh, I would love I would love to see the revamped and maybe meet some of your minor league baseball friends too. <laughs> They're long gone though, but yeah, maybe you're the season. Who knows? So. Yes, or the if you have some big exclusive parties, you're still getting invited to because you <laughs> left good vibes there. And then I have one of them on this show before they hit it big. <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm definitely down to check it out and down to visit for sure. Nice. So with that too, some other exciting things with the heart themed. It's something you have been extremely a part of. The Heart and Hand Co. Handmade jewelry. And <laughs> what exactly is your role in Heart and Hand Co.? So I am the owner, founder... All right. Soul person in Heart and Hand Co. So yes. why don't you? So we know this. It's a handmade jewelry company. As you, as yeah. you're clearly part of the startup wave. Yes. So tell me, Karishmo, why did you start a jewelry business? I honestly started a jewelry business because I wanted to be able to pay my rent and loans yeah. because um, right now I work for a nonprofit. And as we all know, the nonprofit industry, a lot of us get paid peanuts. Mm-hmm. So I needed to supplement my income. And also, I mean, not only that, I guess I've always been interested in stuff like that. I had a jewelry business when I was 11 years old, actually. Really? I used to make, yeah. I used to like, have that little hustle in elementary school selling to all my classmates no so way I, you're like Ed, Ed and Eddie like hustling yeah. at 10 11 yeah no a hundred percent so I channeled my young self like honestly like I do this a lot I think I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit like I just look at like different business ideas right. and I'm like oh I can maybe do that so um, I found these beads online and like, I'm not even going to lie. I just bought them for myself. I'm like, oh, like I want to make a cute bracelet. And then I like ended up posting a picture on my Instagram and then everybody was like, where'd you get that? And then I was like, oh shit, people actually like like this and they want it. So I'm like, all right, there's a demand for it. So I just was like, all right, I'm going to launch this business. So. How about that? So how long have you been at it? Only a month. And I've already, I've sold like a hundred bracelets in oh, a month. C- congratulations. How fast hey. is the shipping? I'm going to get one. I'll get one. <laughs> I really will. You don't have to buy. Promoting is totally fine. But yeah, um, I, you know, I've been shipping all over the country and like I've had girls from Uheart like hit me up who I haven't spoken to literally since like freshman, sophomore <laughs> year like, buying or, or girls that I went to high school with who like I wasn't even that close with have been um, purchasing for me. So like if you're listening to this, shout out to all my girls who have got my back because I mean, they do make great presents not to just like plug myself, but like um, a lot of people have like purchased for Christmas yeah. because they're fully customizable. These are, so the reason like, I don't know. A lot of girls, I feel like these days are starting businesses, a lot of people, which is amazing, but I wanted to like differentiate my product. So like I make like a classic, um, friendship bracelet type thing, but I put my own spin on it and, and kind of elevated it to be more high quality. So the beads I use are metal, um, and then semi-precious stone and glass. Whereas like a lot of the types of bracelets that you usually see, um, that are similar to mine are just made with plastic. So like, that's how I kind of wanted to differentiate myself. I'm able to charge a little bit more, um, 
and then make like a decent profit. So no, that's yeah. inspiring. And any way it can help a small business like yours and genuine about that, I would love to check. I'd love to help. And you know, I could give one to my mom or grandma or something. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. That means so much. Appreciate For sure. <laughs> I will genuinely be in touch with that. But <laughs> if we wanted to find Heart and Hand Co. and look at all the great bracelets you provide, where can we find it? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram right now. I might be launching an Etsy soon, but if you want to stay up to date with all the latest, um, you can follow me at Heart and A-N-D Hand Co. So, All right, all Heart one and- word. And heart is spelled like Hartford because got to give a shout out to the city in which I live right now. So it's H-A-R-T. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Again, that's that's awesome to hear. And yeah, definitely let us know when you get that Etsy. And I can put yeah. it in some ads for this for this podcast. Thank you. May I ask, you know, stick into the entrepreneur theme. How has it been if with what you haven't mentioned already, how has it been, you know, running your own business amongst this pandemic? How do you run your own business while holding your other job? What is it like being an entrepreneur for you in, you know, 2020, 2021? Yeah, not gonna lie. It's been a little tough. Like, again, I'm only like a month or maybe two months in and Mm -hmm. it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Well, first of all, I didn't expect to get this much, this many customers. So again, shout out to my customers. Um, but just kind of navigating that whole thing. Like I truly don't know how other business owners do it, uh, especially those with side hustles who are working full time. So right. like, again, I have my, my day job and then I just got promoted on my day job. So it's just Congratulations. so much work. Thank you. But it's a lot of work constantly. And then I tell myself, I'm like, Oh, well I can take five minutes here and there because I'm working from home to do some jewelry biz stuff. But like, I really can't because like work is just like, always busy and then so I'll like work from like nine to five and then as soon as five rolls around I'll switch gears to the business and and try to crank out these bracelet orders and then I'm working till like midnight and then it's just like you don't sleep you and and then that's all I think about I'm like trying to fall asleep and I'm like my mind is buzzing I'm like I gotta fill this order I gotta go to the post office I gotta do this gotta do that so it is it's I'll just tell you it's a lot tougher but I don't mean to discourage anybody either. Like it's definitely worth it and it's rewarding and fun. And luckily I love jewelry. I love fashion. I love being on Instagram. So like posting is not a problem, all that, but it's, I think all about finding that balance has been pretty interesting for sure. It's a beautiful grind. And yeah, you know, if everybody could be an entrepreneur in our business, we would have more of them. But I, I think it's really inspiring what you're doing and grinding like that and doing it while you can with so much energy. While, and even in these harding times, I, I really commend you on that. And that's awesome to see, Kirshma. I mean it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's so nice. Aww. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Like I said, we met in college way back when. I think you were a tour guide with me that we initially met. And then you left. (laughs) I did leave. I didn't like it anymore. I was like, ugh. Did you do the whole five or four years? Or did you you leave too? No, I did. I did it all three, all four years. I got hired at the very end of uh, freshman year and... Yeah, we really same. Oh my god, that's so funny. But lots of memory. <laughs> you, you, you liked. Um, were you there when, when, when? Uh, I mean, you were there when Jen was running the show. Were you there when, when Chrissy was running it? 
No. So I think it uh. was because Jen scared me. I was like, I can't do this anymore. She's too strict. I can't. <laughs> she, um, she definitely held her ground often. But if you worked with Chrissy, oh, my God. Chrissy is one of my top five bosses ever. Really? You know, even all amongst my production work, she was such a pleasure, so understanding, oh. so honest. I, I serious. I honestly think that's why I stayed. Honestly, she was just so great to work for. Wow! Now oh. you're making me regret quitting, Matt. Come on. <laughs> why you left too early? I, I know. <laughs> I could have given it a, more of a chance. I I honestly think looking back, a lot of people would leave. There wasn't a lot of retention rate back then, but like oh, Chrissy, we were the squad. We would go on retreats. I remember we'd go early to go on retreats. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, now I well, I mean, I don't regret it per se because then I ended up joining like twenty five clubs. So yeah, I mean, I gave up that one and then went to a bunch for of sure. Others. You know, like when I, you know, when I don't know, maybe because I barely was there my freshman year. Like, I got there at the yeah. very end, and you know, I was pledging Theta Chi at the time, and like really right? looking like looking like an idiot with my pledge uniform going with tours. Our fraternity outfit at the time pledging, it was a white button down shirt, um, beige khakis and a red bow tie. I heard people would call us candy canes and, um, Oh my God. I, it's just, it just doesn't match. It didn't match whatsoever. It's, I look silly. I looked like those, um, 1920s, like caricatures. I just needed a straw hat. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I did That's too funny. I never saw you wear that, though. Where was I? I don't remember this. <laughs> you know what was funny? Like, though I was in Theta Chi, I really didn't wear my letters a lot. And then I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just wore other stuff. And uh, yeah. I, I think it's it's funny because a few people said, like, I never saw you wear the Theta Chi stuff when I was the president at one time. And I just... Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah, I knew that. I knew you were in Theta Chi, but I don't remember you wearing like anything for like when you were pledging. Yeah, I remember I when A.E. Pi was pledging mm-hmm. those guys and what they had to do and like some of the other girls and their sororities. But I don't remember what you guys were doing when you were oh, pledging. Yeah, like, of course, Greek life was a big part of my college experience, but it was just uh, yeah. I just I just like being friends with everybody diverse and really focus on the career yeah. and interning. So you know, I just didn't wear the wardrobe a lot and just gave yeah. the gave them away my letters to the next generation. But oh, wow. I mean, I, I liked Theta Chi a lot. You know, it was a good mm-hmm. time. Some of my best friends from it. But, um, you know, I just liked other things too. I think some people were just Theta Chi and nothing. And not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that per se, but I think college is your chance to go to other clubs, like you said, and Absolutely. have all your interests. And of course, who doesn't like a good party and, and stuff and getting lit, but there's <laughs> yeah. more life to that. Yeah. But, I mean, I went to the Theta Chi house in Bloomfield, right? Wasn't that Theta Chi? Freshman oh, yes. year. You know it, duh. <laughs> we held it down. I think we had um, a lot more people would have good memories from our parties and stuff. People are responsible. Yeah, no, no controversy that I that sticks out or anything. So no, not never with Theta Chi. Not that I know of. Definitely oh. with some other ones, but never Theta Chi. Ooh, ooh so, like I which mean, not that I know of. Not that I know. Of, okay, so. okay. So, yeah, like we were. I just I wanted to prove that you can be lit and be a good person. That's, that's that. The, that was the main objective of Theta Chi. And then when you had your SAEs and Alpha Sigs who just. Mm-hmm. They just make the fraternity stereotype. 
yeah what it is yeah but i think you're a perfect example of that because i just remember you always like being friends with literally everyone like i was like oh my god he's like so nice he's like always talking like do you remember when we had rpw together we did have all rpw (laughs) rp dubs right this was in this was the, the sec yes this was with that teacher he had like a weird shaped head with glasses yeah maybe really big nerd but yeah. he, he said it himself so yeah <laughs> I, I do who's in that class do you remember who's in that class yeah i do certain people <laughs> you don't want to remember okay i think i know what class yeah was, it, was this the honors one me no no it was regular i was an honors freshman year and then oh it was accelerated yeah. right yeah i was i was in the honors one with a really hipster teacher I didn't oh, know what you the hell he was Grossman. talking about. Grossman, right? What's his name, Grossman? I only remember my film professor's name. It's bad. Oh, no, I remember my bit. Because I was in the business. I did a minor in business school. And I was just about to clear my minor for 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 business management. But I um I, would, I decided to intern my, my uh, first semester senior year. I interned and couldn't get the mm-hmm. final credits. But I remember Dr. Ogilvy. He was the man. Oh, I don't know who that okay, is. Okay, but 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 back to RPW. Yeah, I just uh, I think yeah. we would we would go to different classrooms, right? Yeah, because we would go to yep. the one an hour back, and then we go in the basement for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we like debates or something. Do you remember that? I think so. Yeah, we did. He was the the professor. I can't think, remember his name. I remember. You're right. He was like super nerdy. The famous Sam Achari had it too. We would make compare contrast notes. Yes. Was he in our class? No, no. He was definitely in a different class. Okay. Yeah, I remember select few in our class who shall not be named. But <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, that guy. That guy was. He. I just. That, it's like you, you just laugh. I don't want. I'm not trying to make fun of the guy, but he was just. He was just so goofy, but like not yeah. in a malicious way. Like it, I remember once we were, he were talking about writing this long paper. He's like a guy like me would like this, and I just. <laughs> yeah, bro, he would. <laughs> oh my god, that's too much. Oh man, the U Heart dude. You remember? You miss? You miss all those U Heart heads and stuff. I guess, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Some more than others, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Some I'm like, no, no. Never again. Oh, I hear you strong with that. Yeah. Do you, you know, living in Hartford, do you drive by the campus and get like Ajita or anything? Or like, oh, this is a cool place. Yeah, like I've been back to U-Heart plenty of times. Like I I was part of the Obama Foundation um, like last year. And like, so then I like suggested to my group members that we like meet at the library because the, the new library is beautiful. Oh, there's a new so library? Yeah. Oh my God. They renovated a ton of buildings and they're building an entirely new academic building in the center of campus. Oh yeah. So there's, a lot, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of changes and I'm still heavily involved with UHART. I'm on the um, alumni associations, like um, alumni of color task force. You're on the regents that. board, right? Yeah. I was a student regent. Yeah. That was oh. really freaking cool. I got to help choose. I got to help like be in the process of choosing a new president after Walt left. Yeah. Building a whole academic on um, the center. Like how does that, I can't, I'm trying to picture the big lawn. They could yeah. fit an infrastructure like that. 
Yeah, it's like that like big green between like the science buildings, remember on the yeah. side? Like where we would do the preview days and stuff, like the Molly <laughs> Molly two, remember that? And Molly then like, <laughs> like like right next to it. Like it's like right in front of it, I think. And it's like huge apparently. And it's gonna be dedicated. They just named it. It's gonna be called the like Walter the Hershey Center. No, no, it's not named after Wallace. They've not been using two random people. And um yeah, they the really big broke donors. down on it. Yeah, yeah, like a couple. <laughs> so Do you know what type of building it's gonna be? Like, is it going to be... Yeah, it's going to be dedicated to, like, the sciences and engineering. It's going to be a CETA building, basically. Yeah. CETA. I haven't heard those, like, four yeah. letters in a while. They're not changing right. the... They're not changing the... Um, they're not changing the, what I call the tenement buildings, the freshman dorms. No plans still. Oh, I think they, like, might have redone the inside. I'm not sure. But, like, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I, you, you'd think that they would focus on, like, the actual housing and living situation before... Doing oh, the, that, but. what about those village apartments out? Oh my god, they're so wasn't there like a rumor they were gonna like knock them down or something, or they're gonna knock down regions and then rebuild? Yeah, that's I what I know. did here. No, no, those no, no plans for you to report on that. I don't know, I don't have any insight. No, you know what's amazing about you, Heart um, Village apartments, how easy those walls would break. I mean, honestly, all the apartment all the freshmen outside all the students housing except maybe hawk hall and the freshman dorms those walls were styrofoam yeah i know because didn't you hear that rumor about me junior year what what was this oh i have the tea for you um i hope that people aren't listening to this or won't be listening to this but fresh or junior year i won't name any names but um there was this group of people who i had some beef with and i hadn't spoken to them like all year never went to their apartment never stepped foot in that apartment well after a drunken night apparently one of these people came home opened their own door and was so drunk they fell into the wall and broke the wall well this person was afraid of what their roommates were going to say so when the roommates came back and were like what the fuck happened this person decided to say karishma came over earlier and kicked a hole in the wall just because i did not know this story a very select group of people, a lot of people, thought that I was a psychopath. People who had never met me before because they heard this wall story. And and I had no idea either. I'm like, why are people staring at me at commons? Like, I'm like, why are these random <laughs> freshmen looking at me like I'm crazy? And then it's because they they heard this rumor that I like I like came to the sevens and kicked a hole in the wall. And, and you yeah. never and you never knew them, never spoke to them, but because he remembers your name. That's no, how that happened. I did know them. Like I, we did have a history. Oh, okay. Okay. But I see. I see. Cut ties. Oh, okay. For junior year, so. Oh, I think I. Yeah, I think you know. I think I know this. It's all coming yeah, back. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there was a rumor spread, and uh, for awful. the longest time, I just didn't know. The person kind of apologized since then but you know i'm like what the hell like i didn't even step foot in the sevens junior year so i don't know okay bro yeah i'm sorry you had to go through that but gee that's talking about controversy right whoever that person is is a loser yeah yeah i mean i don't want to say anything negative it was years ago but like i just thought it was like so funny like wow i didn't realize like we were like back in high school like spreading rumors about people when we're on the college campus yeah like (laughs) 
Yeah. So my f- the funniest wall break story I've heard was <laughs> I'm gonna type the name. I can't say his name. Um, <laughs> this guy and who I'm very close with to this day. And, well, I, I mentioned this story before. Yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned this story before. He knows that I've said it, so it's not that big of a deal, but I, I'll keep his name. But, it, well, it was his, I thought it was him who did this, but he told me, I heard this on another podcast, but it's really, uh, it was really this guy who I never heard of. But pretty much this guy, again, after a drunken night, headbutted the wall. I'll oh, never yeah. forget... I'll never forget watching it and like dying of laughing. And there were, it was like a back then when they didn't have screen screen um, recording. I don't care. I would risk. Why'd you screen record that? Because it was just the funniest. You see this grown ass man headbutt the wall, like some martial artist headbutting a piece of wood. He just bam, 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 little ham headbangers. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things I ever saw, like on a Snapchat in my life it was like when people look at snapchat stories yeah it was that crying laughing how does a grown man get so drunk he's what kind of cause he's got just bam 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 so many come on you weren't a frat uh how many guys have punched walls i mean of course punch your walls but but got so drunk enough to (laughs) headbutt the wall i mean that's a that's a lot Okay, that is a lot. That's extra. That is surely extra. I've seen my fair share of punching the walls. I admit to one time I was <laughs> one time I was mad at uh, one of my roommates. They were really cool now still, and I threw I threw my change at him, and it made a hole in the wall. <laughs> I believe it. Those, again, those walls were like so bad. And you know, so I bad. got charged for it, and I I had. <laughs> and I still haven't paid that change to this day. Gosh, should I have said that? I'm gonna look for this. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, that's that's bad though. Like, come on, I never punched a hole in a wall. I never broke the wall, or <laughs> I mean, I never actually broke the wall. Even <laughs> thought I did, but yeah. I will admit that I wanted to break something. So at Spring Fling, I took this like vase full of like marbles and I threw it on the ground in the sevens because I wanted to shatter something. And then of course the RAs were like marbles. walking around. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I pick up all the shattered glass, but then I'm pretty sure if you check the dirt in the sevens on the back wall, those marbles are probably still stuck in the dirt in that grass oh patch. Oh my God. So, you know, like I said, I was just, I just, I threw the change and like, um, but no, we made up like, as soon as I hit the wall, we was like, yo, I'm sorry, bro. I shouldn't have done that. We made up. I still have to fix that. But uh, yeah, it was like, I threw like seven cents worth of cents. Does that make sense? Oh my God. Literally, it was like, I remember it was like two pennies and a quarter. Oh my God. it, It caused a hole in the wall. Jeez. Yeah. But yes, that was clearly a different time. It was back at Park River. Yeah. Oh my God. Years ago. Jeez. Wow. What What was like the craziest Hartford party that you could say that you were at? That's a tough one. I don't know. Maybe like, maybe like a frat party. I don't know. Not, I don't know. I remember the Theta Chi party being a little like, no offense, but. Fair enough. I, we could take her criticism. Hopefully they chase us then. This is, I mean, SGA used to have like, remember like everybody just cramming into apartments and like, not social distancing. Yeah. I can't even imagine that life right now, but like, 
the cra- I don't know. Remember the heart school we used to have parties? Oh campus? yeah, we would those sneak in. Old. Always wild. Yeah. I would sneak though into those parties with my brothers because we were we had a couple of brothers in the heart school. And yeah. yeah, it got down there. So much culture. Yeah. I remember how much culture in, in that party <laughs> yeah. was. I was like, this is not a typical college party. It's even better. I really thought yeah. that in my head. Right? Because this was when we were, like, way younger. We were, like, freshmen, sophomores. And, like, this was before Uber was, like, super popular. Yeah. So we'd be, like, all the yellow taxis to, like, drive us to these houses. Or, like, frat guys would be, like, we'd be, like, paying them a dollar to, like, drive us in their minivan or something. Remember or you get that? the pledges driving, pick you up. <laughs> Exactly, the pledges. Oh my God, wow, what a different time, honestly. We really did... We really, I remember like our freshman year, it was about those taxis. Like Uber really didn't become Uber until sophomore year of college. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like it wasn't like mainstream. Even sophomore year, end of sophomore year, I was like totally obliterated at the society room for the FBA banquet. Yeah, and I had to like, and I had to leave to go back to campus. And I like remember calling a yellow taxi and they're like, what street are you on? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what street I'm on. I just need you to pick me up about the society room. And they're like, you need to tell us the street. And I'm like, I don't you know, which is ironic as hell because I live there now. I live right next to that street. No way. Like, That's that hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's so funny how things work out. Like, you know. What, what a, like, <laughs> you know, it was funny when you would see, like, the, ho- I remember seeing the Halloween nights, the Halloween weekend. Yes. Seeing those yes. people in those, in those so taxis crazy. in particular. Yeah. What yeah. were you, what was <laughs> your. What was your most successful Halloween costume? Um, I don't know. I think all of them have been pretty stupid. Um, Which one? I don't Which think are I the had a good ones? one in college. Like, I was like Kelly from The Office. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I was like Mindy from The Mindy Project. Basically, I just went as, like, every iteration of, like, an Indian girl that, like, Mindy Kaling played, basically. Um, and then, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, Minnie Mouse. Like, but I did, like, the basic you girl rock. Minnie Mouse. Just, like, were red and, like, basic went to the bar. Minnie Mouse. Yeah. Basic or, like, Mouse. oh. I said I was like a sloth vet because I really like sloth. So I wore like a lab coat and then I found a guy dressed as a sloth and we like took a picture. Like I love that. But like, it was always like vet? really, yeah, like I'm like, I'm a sloth vet. No, I just was like, <laughs> I, I was just trying to be creative. I'm like, all right, a sloth vet. But like, no, I never, I, those were always like very last minute things. Cause I'm like, I just want to get yeah. drunk. I want to go to the bar. Let me just throw something on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember one of my favorite Halloween costumes someone else had, I thought it was funny was, um, he had a um, nudist on strike, and he just wore his clothes. Like, ready to- oh, yeah. Okay, that's so see, that's smart. I like, feel like everybody in Greek life got really creative with their costumes or your guys' little socials with your <laughs> costumes. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's too funny. Some more than others, for sure. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, in, <laughs> I, I, uh, one of my favorite Halloween costumes was... Um, excuse me i'm trying to trying to think yep so i was marty mcfly which was awesome and i still have my so marty mcfly was pretty much a you had your jeans i had very similar nikes that he did yeah you would wear a like a blue button down and then you would wear a jean jacket, and then you would wear a uh, orange vest, which I still wear every winter. Nice. It's kind of like a regular hipster right now. 
That's true. And I remember rocking that. I remember rocking that on my... (laughs) So I was interning at CNN. So I did it twice, junior year and senior year, which I didn't even know people remember. So you were that last year. I was like, you guys remember that? I remember being called out from that. (laughs) But I I wore it at at my internship at CNN. Mm -hmm. And pretty much... Pretty much it was... It was a casual Friday. You had to dress up. It wasn't business casual. Well, I guess it was. It was business casual, but I don't know how you explain it. Like, it, you could be business casual, but don't be sloppy about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. But I did as like, of course I was thinking, to CNN out of all places do Halloween? Because the year before, that very same semester, I didn't. I was interning in Nickelodeon. So, yeah. so people were dressing up. I was yeah. like, does, does CNN do it? Because this is a 180. That's children's television, pop mm-hmm. culture entertainment. And then I was, pre- I thought the whole time, I wanted to wear like a more legit costume. I remember, I was like, I'll do Marty McFly because I can look like casual Friday and see if anybody notices. I remember one person noticed. It was an on-air person. Yeah. Um, but but uh, that was it. But I was totally wrong. <laughs> they did not dress up or anything. Oh, no. <laughs> You can see the big CNN okay. newsroom in New York City, and then you see me dressed as Marty McFly and everyone else dressed regular. Wait, that is so funny. Did anyone say anything? No. Uh, the, the only person was the – no one knew what I was except the one on-air <laughs> personality because I worked in the talent department and the development team. So yeah, he noticed. I was honored. Oh, that's good. Wait, that's too funny. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was definitely where, where's Waldo? I might as well have dressed up as Waldo, see if you can find me. Oh, my God. What do you, <laughs> what's your, where's your favorite place to eat in Hartford? Um, that's a good question. I love agave. Okay, they probably judge the shit out of me because I take every date there. Every guy, Ooh. I'm like, oh, like I know a place agave. And I've been, <laughs> I've been, I swear to God, I've been on like five. I have a story for you after this. I've been on five first dates to agave there this year. And it's like always the same weight staff. They're probably like, what the fuck is wrong with her? No <laughs> way. You want to know? Fun? I got a story for you like that. Yeah. So again, this was in New York, this was in New York right? Mm-hmm. And it was like that, that senior semester. So like I was friends with all the Nickelodeon interns and I've only really stayed in touch with one of them. But there was like a, a nice little squad of us, like six, seven people. Yeah. And um I remember like, oh, let's reunite. This was a year later after our internship. Of course, yeah. out of that squad, I remember the one friend I stay in touch with still, <laughs> they backed out. They, they flaked. I think they, they, I think they flaked, flaked. They gave me an excuse. Oh, I don't feel good. I was like, you were fine yesterday, but yeah. okay, that's fine. Um, and it was the, it, so this is what happened. Um. So C basically was canceling before like my friend. So we, um, this was this one pot, spot we always go to. Like if you walk by this, this place, you, you snap to the people you're friends with in that yeah. group. It was called, it's called Beer Authority. It's right next to Port Authority bus station on um, 34th Street, then 8th Avenue. So I, I go with, so I first go with um, go with her as friends, just hanging out, friend date. Say goodbye, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is Wednesday. 
And we were just meeting up to meet up anyways. And I was talking, yeah. like, oh, it's going to be nice. We're going to see everybody again, right? And then she backs out. So it's yeah. just me going. And it goes, um, it goes me, uh, my buddy Greg, and then um, and there was this girl. And Greg was, I, we were just the three of us chilling. Remember, it's supposed to be six, seven of us. And, and Greg leaves. Greg bounces. I never, that was the last time I ever saw him in person. He's just like, I gotta go. So it was just me and her at the same restaurant. And who shows up? Just the same way server that I had the night before with my friend. None of these are dates or anything. And I'll never yeah. forget that rolling of the eye she gave me. Oh, she's like, oh, just two days later, huh? <laughs> oh my God, no way. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just catching up and stuff. And like nothing eventful happened, yeah. but. You know, That's I've always so loved. Yeah, and, so funny. And the only other time that something similar like that happened is back in, in Norwalk, right? Yeah. So it's going to I did go on a failed um first. Well, not failed, but didn't work out. Like go on first date, mm. and this was this year. So this was back like in July. Yeah. You know, go out. You know, clearly wasn't good enough for a second day for whatever reason, but that's fine. Aww. Then I come back in November. Yeah. Then this is not a day. This is another friend that's a girl. Just hang. We're just hanging out. <laughs> Who do I get? The Bye. same damn waiter. You know yeah. what she says? What? Haven't you guys been in here before? Oh, God. To the both of us. She didn't catch on. I remember my friend literally saying, like, oh. She thinks we've been. She thinks we've been here already, and I was like, "Yep, yep." I, I, what a coincidence! Oh my god, you're lucky that it like wasn't an actual date because I would have been so awkward. But I mean, people oh, yeah. have to understand that, like you're like obviously you've been on dates with other people prior to going on this other first date. Yeah. Like I didn't care because I'm like I'm like yeah, I did, this is just my date spot. Like agave and world of beer. Like one time I went on like three consecutive dates to world of beer. One time I went out with a guy on like a freaking. Mm-hmm. Thursday night at to World of Beer. Okay. And I went out with another guy on the Friday <laughs> night to World of Beer. And like I am sure they were like, oh my God, this girl. Like <laughs> what's, no wrong with our diver- our di- what's wrong with our diversity? That's why it's always fun to day in New York City because there's always somewhere new to go to the same spot. Yeah, it's very that is hard. Not the case in Connecticut. And then <laughs> yeah, like so I, I I always go to like the same places with guys and this has been like the year of the dates like i've been on so many dates it's been insane like that's hilarious that's what i had pretty much like like i was dating someone and up until like the pandemic then bam we uh didn't work out but you know still close with them to this day but um so like throughout the summer same thing it was a great summer of first dates and like like i like like three or four of them it was all all good now i try not to date so i live in norwalk but i I don't like to date in norwalk for that very reason okay i can't wait to go back to i said i'm not gonna start dating again until i'm back working in new york again that's that's my goal my sister says the same exact thing because she lives in manhattan or then now she moved home to pennsylvania and she's Updating here sucks. I'm waiting till I move back to Manhattan exactly. to start dating. Oh my god, that's too funny. That, that's what it, it's, it's better. There's less chance of that awkwardness and uh, yeah, I, because everybody's connected. I swear to God. Like yeah. one time, I was dating with this guy, and I was telling him like a like it was like 
three weeks, this was like Halloween time last year. Mm-hmm. It was like a few weeks after Halloween and like Halloween, I got like blackout drunk. Apparently I like made out with some guy in the bathroom, whatever. Oh. So I was like talking <laughs> No, I was, like, talking to this guy on the um, date, and I'm like, yeah, like, I was, like, telling him, like, what happened, like, which probably, in hindsight, is probably not date conversation, but anyway, right. it turns out oh, no. that the guy, no, no, I didn't tell him this story, actually, I didn't tell him, because I would, obviously, again, I wouldn't be on the first date, but he was talking about his friend, a friend of a friend, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, I know this name, and it turns out it was the guy, you know, like, in the bathroom, and I'm like, wait, I, like, know that guy, he's like, how do you know him, and I'm like, <laughs> I just met him at a party. Nothing, nothing more. <laughs> you want to know? Like, the world is too damn small. Too damn small. Oh my god! Why don't we? You know more. De- <laughs> you want to know something? I was when I went on one of I went on this one date at uh, Grand Central like seven thirty in the morning, which actually oh, was wow. kind of nice. I, you know, nice. both commute. So she was a reverse commuter, and I was just a regular commuter. Yeah. And for some reason, we. We just thought that'd be a funny thing to talk about. And, yeah. And, and then uh, we did. It was actually really nice. Um, and uh, it, it was a good time. So I'm actually still. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was it, I, I, it was really bad timing. I could we could never set up another time. So yeah. it was yeah. no problem or falling out. But, you know, I haven't talked forever. So I, I, I admit to unfollowing on instagram nothing against them uh, come on ah you know it was a different time it was a different time and this is before now you can unfollow people you can un- make sure they unfollow you too so no one notices mm-hmm. but <laughs> you are cold man that's cold what you're right and that was i learned my lesson i never do it again but mm-hmm. um you know so what happened followed i'll know hmm? okay if what? you hit me with unfollow i cannot I'll, unfollow I'll you you're that guy I can't unfollow you, Karishma. I won't unfollow you. I won't follow Hardin Co. I told you. You okay, can trust good. me. I'm I'm loyal. I'm truly loyal. <laughs> but anyways, so so someone I was legitimately dating, dating, and um, you know, we were dating like a few months. So I'm not friends with her, but she turns out the girl I went to the date at Grand Central. She's best friends with the girl I was dating with cousin. What? Right? Well, that's whole ass world. Are you kidding me? And so she asked me about this. Like, who is this Sarah? And I'm like, and I told her, and I, and this is what I was texting. I wish the first I should have called. So I texted her. I explained, hey, we went on, we did go on this date, but nothing came of it. I remember she didn't respond to me like for eight hours. I was like, come on, did I do something? She was fuming. Like, come on. Yeah. And then, you know, I remember I got the most, I got a basic response. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like. It's never oh. fine. Man. Rule number one. When someone <laughs> says it's fine, it's never freaking fine. Okay. Right. I remember. It was, one. <laughs> I remember it was the first two days. I remember there was an awkward two days. and uh-huh. yeah, Whatever I came up with to make up for myself. But that's what I learned. If I'm going to unfollow you, I got to have them unfollow me too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's so bad. Oh my God. Small world, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Oh yes, you know? I mean, and the and even just like the dating pool and is so like on the apps and stuff. Like I like if I'm on Tinder, like Hinge or something, mm-hmm. like it's always the same damn guys. I'm like, yeah. oh god, like, and then I have to set my radius higher. Like I was seeing this guy from Waterbury, like, like literally like a few months ago, and yeah, it was just he was from Waterbury, 
and he would like drive up here or drive up to Hartford. Oh, he's the homie. Yeah. That's not terrible. What was that forty five minutes? Yeah, but he'd be like he was such a dick. Oh my god, that did not end. Like we were seeing each other for like a month, and then it just we were literally like I look over after like we were like hanging out for like the sixth time. And he claimed, he's like, I like you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I look over at this man's phone. He oh, didn't no. have my number saved. Oh, I hate it. And we, that was the sixth time seeing each other and hanging out. That's bad. Come on, that's bad. Yeah, and hooking up. So this guy was like, I'm not using you for hookup. No, 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 I really like you. I like your personality. Like, I have so much fun with you. I'm like, <laughs> bitch. You are lying to my damn face. I'm like, why didn't you say my number? I caught him out on the spot. You best believe I did. Proud of you for that. You yeah, keep like, these alive. The audacity. I'm like, damn. Save my number. Word to the wise. Save her number. Hashtag save her number 2021. Okay. You know, I went on all horrible formal dates. All of them horrible, except one was not bad. And um, and then the second time by myself was my favorite time going by myself to a formal. I had one formal day who I saw the black to my shoulders, didn't have my number saved. I remember, you know what? You go this way, I go this way. We'll just let yeah. this go. I remember thinking that. That's hurtful. Like, damn. Sure. Okay. If you just start talking to someone, like, yeah, I don't save a lot of guys' numbers who I start talking to, yeah, like, I... randomly. But, like, fuck, six times a month? Or, like, a... if you've known someone for a while, that's brutal as hell. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, you know? What, what, what do you, th- what's, like, your, the most annoying thing guys do on dating apps for you? And I, and we can compare contrast notes. I just, like, hate when a guy right off the bat, like, asks me what I'm looking for. Because, no, 10 out of 10 times, they are just trying to, like, hook, hit it and quit it and leave. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, like, let's get to know each other a little bit first. Like, oh, my God. Like, mm. you know, I'm like, I'm not looking for, like, a, anything, like, crazy committed or, like, like. In yeah, terms we're of young. That. But at least, like, they have some common decency. I just hate, I'm like, and if they ask me what I'm looking for, like, they'll be like, hey, what's up? How are you? What are you looking for? I'm like, ghosted. Nope, bye. Bye. Jeez. Yeah. Every I, time. Sometimes I feel like, you know, every situation's different, but sometimes I just feel like, you know, this is for everyone, but, like, you have to, at least for my perspective as a straight guy, like, some of these girls, you have to put, you have to you have to do something for them an arm and a leg and then maybe that you'll consider it. I just hate that the way like approaching these apps now is like, I feel like you can, it's obvious if someone's like genuinely down and genuinely want to get yeah. to know you, whatever that, if that's short term or long term, whatever. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. you know, doing this for, you know, you know, uh, you know, been on the apps for whatever years at this point, I feel that like, Okay, I've done. I've had all the the situations possible, right? Like, uh, you know, things that worked out, had legitimate relationships out of it, you know, mm-hmm. short terms, whatever. And then, but always like is good with the communication and and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. I've even been stood up before. That actually happened. So, oh my god, that sucks. Same though, and that's the worst. It's like so sad. I don't know. When I got I'm stu- like, damn bitch, texted me like, come on. Probably getting stuck up. Though, as embarrassing and as annoying it was, it was probably the best thing to make me realize, like, yo, why do I have to put so much effort in these datings? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I really felt that. Oh, I mean, but at the same time, like, 
I don't know, because I'm on the other side of that. I'm like, these guys put in no effort. It's so frustrating. Because, yeah. like, you could tell if, like, like, I just feel like if you, like, start talking to someone that you, like, vibe with, like, it shouldn't feel like effort. It's like, oh, exactly. I genuinely, like, am interested by this person. I'm attracted to them. Like, they seem really cool. Like, I want to talk to them and get to know them. Like, and I just right. feel like so it's hard on both. I'm not just saying it's guys, like guys and girls. It's like, okay, well, they, why are you even bothering talking to someone that you don't feel a connection with or like you don't want to get to know more? Like, it's just really frustrating. Absolutely. I, I feel that frustration with you. And like, and I did, I, that was only like a month ago getting stood up and it just really Aww. put things in perspective. And I have not touched that since. And I figure, and well, here's what's annoying, right? They cancel yeah. on me, right? Mm-hmm. They cancel on me. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll just do whatever I would on my day. Then they call me, say, hey, I I changed my mind. You still wanted to hang out, right? So, I mean, they didn't yeah. cancel. They said, like, oh, like, I'm not feeling good and whatever. Then I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you still if you want to talk. You know, whatever. I could at least do that. And then she changed her mind. And then, so th- the stuck up was, um, yeah, we were going to hang out. I said, uh, I, I suggested all these places to go that she didn't want to, no food, no dinner. I'm not going to initiate, like, uh, go to your house or my house because that's not right. We got to go know each other, you know? So I was just yeah. like, like what? Yeah, it's just like, it's just the right thing to do. And I've, I've always figured if you're going to. I dated because they're always like, oh, let me come over. So. Yeah, it's just, I feel it's just so awkward if you just go right away into the side. Like, because they're trying to hook up nine times out of ten. No, ten times out of ten. They're yeah. Just I, I said, just like, I feel if that's even the case, first you'd be honest before any, any initiation. And, you know, sometimes people are generally down for just for the short yeah. term, but yeah, you but don't. Like, think with the lying, like, oh, I want to get to know you, but let me come over. I hate that. Yeah, like, that's, that's, but that's, that's okay. To be fair, though, do you think this girl was maybe just, like, anxious or something or, like, was, like, feeling very, like, nervous and, like, didn't – and then, like, she was, like, oh, I don't want to go – like, she changed her mind and then that's why she called you again and then she was, like – she was, like, oh, maybe, but then she was, like, no, like, maybe she was just nervous. So this is how – this is how I'll explain it. That very well okay. could be the point. So we did meetly meet at the park, right? Yeah. And, again, I was, like, okay, you could only walk around the park so many times – do you want to, again, do you want to go to this ice cream spot? Do you want to go to this? Says no to any yeah. of it. I was like, okay. And like, I, I don't know what to do. Cause I don't want to, it's, yeah. cause I generally don't want to hop right away. I don't want to seem anxious and I don't know. So I picked this, like this, this, um, there's this rever- reservoir that a lot of people like, it's pretty much another park in, in, in the, uh, in Norwalk, yeah. but it's more lit. Like, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just basically go to another park where you could still walk around and stuff. Cause I don't know what, what do you want from me? I get in all these ideas and I'm not going to say like, okay, you don't want to do that. Let's go to your, your house. But no, it just, I, I don't, I'm not that type of guy to do it. So she was like, yes, meet me at, I will meet you at the reservoir. So that's yeah. where the stood up happened. I go to the reservoir where all this beautiful sight of Norwalk. I figure, okay, we'll take a couple laughs, say goodbye. And then um, we'll see if there's another date. And that's where the mm-hmm. stood up happened. So I guess it was half stood up. Is is that really yeah. stood up? I, I, or the, or is... well, she doesn't show up and you show up, then that's yeah. Like up. She, at least and say sorry. I, I did she no, explain? She, no, I called her and she blocked my number. <gasps> oh my god, that yeah. bitch! Oh my god! And, yeah, give me your number by her. <laughs> oh, well, that's long gone. And and I was just like, 
okay. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll admit it was definitely very stale at some points and boring. I'll admit that. Yeah. So I figured, okay, maybe this nice view one more around. Maybe, uh, you know, we could get to know each other more, get out of comfort zone in that sense. But no, she, she just bounced and was gone forever. That's like so rude. Like I would tell a guy if I like wasn't interested in him, yeah. I, or I would just, I would do the classic. Oh, I just see us as friends, and then I, ho- I would like hope that they go speak. Like I've done it literally all my dates. Like this year, like I've just not felt it, and like I'm just like, hey, sorry. Like I, I think we're probably just better off as friends, or I'm not feeling it. And then like they're like, all right, and then they just ghost me, and I'm like, thank God, out of my hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and that's totally fine. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And you know, yeah. I figured I, I said. I, w- I remember thinking, okay, I probably won't. I figured if this doesn't work out at the reservoir, then we'll, then I won't see her again. And I guess yeah. she beat me to the punch, just ghost, you know, just ghosting for real like that. And that's so it, rude. I hate that. No. You rude. know, I remember just like, I remember for like two minutes feeling like, wow, this really sucks. Like, what is wrong with me? Did I say something wrong? Did I do something? No. But, you can't take those things personally, honestly. Like, it yeah. probably had. Like, it was just obviously she's, like, not a nice person if she felt the need to do that, so. Yeah, and I told you, she canceled on me only to call me again, only to cancel, <laughs> only to show up and then, uh. Yeah, that's, up. like, definitely not a reflection on you at all. Like, clearly she's For, not nice. Yeah, and, and I realized that after a few seconds. So I remember, I remember going to Uber Eats. I got my favorite freaking meal in Norwalk, and I was chilling on that Saturday night. Nice. <laughs> Love that. See, that's that's good. Like, I just hate stuff like that. Like, I've definitely had people stand me up. Like, one time this guy stood me up, but then it turns out he was getting arrested. Whoa. So. Did he tell you that? Like, hey. I, he's like, yeah, that? sorry, I got drunk, and then I got into a fight with my parents, and then they called the cops, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm like, all right, I don't think we should probably see each other. <laughs> like, that's a story. Like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been out with a lot of characters, a lot. Tell me about it. Oh, my God. You know, is there anyone famous amongst those? Famous? Yeah. You ever date anyone famous? Oh, yeah. you're thinking about it. No, I never dated anyone famous, per se. Would you like what? to date anyone famous? No. I, I don't. Things like that, like, I don't really concern. I'm not, I don't care. Like, famous people, I'm like, you're just a normal person. I don't. I agree. You know. <laughs> I just, just hate, always I, was curious. Yeah. I don't know. I think we idolize people too much. That puts so much pressure on them. And then it puts so much pressure on others to be like them. Right. And it's just, I don't know. I wouldn't care to date a celebrity, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, <laughs> yeah, like that's how I said, I've had way easier, more smooth things dating in New York than, than home. But you know, like, yeah. Of course, there's been a couple of, well, you know, there's only two on the top of my head that was that was really solid data for Connecticut. And everyone else, it was just shows me it's better to do it in New York. Really? What's the best date you've ever been on? The best date I've ever been on? <laughs> like, what did you guys do for the date? Hmm. I do have some genuine answers. <laughs> like, I'll say. It's, yeah, like. Go I'll say it. I'll say it. Yeah. These are good ones. Yeah. This is a couple that come to the top of my head. So I once, uh, one awesome date was someone I dated for real. It yeah. was like, it was actually around this time a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
so I, our first date was Christmas Eve. It was really mm-hmm. sweet. Like, you know, Christmas, oh. of course. And that was after another, like, annoying, uh, you know, some things didn't work out and whatever, right? And yeah. um, so, yeah, I met her. thought she was cool. thought she was really pretty. And um, mm-hmm. had an awesome first date. But, you know, it's Christmas Eve. I was thinking, yeah. man, if this goes bad, I do not want to... to um, Thanks so bad and you know so like on christmas i haven't really done it obviously covid year can't do it this year but we would make these christmas ribbons they're pretty much funnel cakes mm, and i brought them yeah. to her she had it she liked it Aww. so it's just hopefully to keep the momentum up i remember so when we spent our christmas debt my parents took us to the casino to stay overnight and the day after right yeah and but you know hopefully that it would you know, she was still like me and stuff. Got a solid second date. Went to the nice. bowling alley in Norwalk. And yeah. now I remember bump. I remember this girl's like, obviously it didn't work out, but it was still a good time. I had a lot of growth. And I, I, I don't really talk to her anymore, but I wish her the best. And uh, it, was, it was a great time, a lot of growth. But I knew like, oh, we have a great connection. So I'm driving. I'm driving down Norwalk, getting in the bowling alley. You know what song bumps is... What? Is Ray Schmurda's Power Glide. Oh my God. You know, got him on. I can't play because the YouTube would take it down, but um, <laughs> bounce it around, you know, Power Glide. I remember yeah. just, okay, this girl likes me. And this is what I now like. I'm, I'm very comfortable being myself, whoever I'm dating, because I figure, oh, they like me who I am. Absolutely, which is good. So I was, I was just, this is the, remember, this is the second time in person we're hanging out. And I'm like headbanging and bouncing around. She can't hear what I'm saying, but she's doing it too in her car. No way. So it was nice going to the bowling alley. We were um, bowling. I tried to win. I really did try to win, but I was so bad that she wound up winning. Nice. Oh, you let me win. I said, no, I was trying to beat you. I generally was. Nice hanging out at the arcade. (laughs) Then like my local, then it was like a, um, a local, just the local bar I could hang out with. Like, I go there to see friends who I haven't seen in high school. And it was just really great vibes like that. Some of this simple, enjoying. And, you know, we dated for, uh, we were in a relationship for uh, for for a little bit. So that was, I really like that stuck out. Uh, it was just like, just one yeah. night was just things click. I don't need no extravagant whatever, but it's just like, yeah. okay, give me yeah. faith that someday that those days work. But another awesome date was, um, I really like the High Line in New York, right? You, you know the High Line in Manhattan? So yeah. I went, not to sound like I repeat myself, but I had, um, I've had three dates that I like semi, that I take these girls and they were like turn little things. They're more than just one little things, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's awesome. And, it, and again, it was a nice, it was a nice girl dated, this really good vibe. It was, it was like, it was like very misty that day. Oh yeah. Um, it was just works again, just good vibes. Walked you walked out 14th street, go to Ray's pizza. And it was just an awesome day. Like, that's was nice. good. and that's again, good. yeah, sometimes it's just like the simple stuff too. Like, you know, that like makes sure. it great. But sometimes it's like, it's funny. Cause like, I've had that experience where like, then the person fucking sucks. Like yeah. the best date that I've ever been on was literally last month. Tell and me about it. 
And the guy, this was the guy who didn't save my number. Yeah, somehow he took me on the my life. He, we literally, he picks me up from Water. He drove up from Waterbury to Harper and picked me up. We drove all the way down to um, Hammonasset. This was, again, last month when it was cold. Yeah. Hammonasset. Watch this, listen to music in the car. He let me play all my favorite music on Spotify and like show him all my favorite songs. We were like vibing in the car and talking for an hour. Drive down to him and ask it. Watch the sunset, like walk oh. around, watch the sunset, sit together, like cuddle together. He brought like, a little beach. The sunset was gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Oh it was like, so, like it was like a perfect movie moment. Like I had butterflies in the stomach. Like, like I could tell, like he was like nervous too. Like it was just like so cute. And then, like, then the sun sets, it gets dark, we, like, leave, he, like, hold, he, like, holds my hand, we, like, walk back to the car, whatever, car ride home, we're, like, driving, vibing the music again, he, like, has his hand on my thigh, like, we're, like, freaking dating, even though this was, like, our third date. <laughs> Actually, this was our first date, because, like, the first two times he came to my apartment, which is bullshit, um, and then, like, he takes me to, like, a really nice sushi place, like, we both love sushi, like, really good vibes, like, a lot of fun, and then he, like, comes over after, and we, like, watch a movie and like hang out he leaves it like you two remember the movie um we watched mr deeds i think <laughs> good. yeah that's, like that's, we, a, that's a good Netflix yeah we both like movie. like adam sandler <laughs> it was just like it was like so good and then this guy turned out to be such a dick and like lied to me that's and like worst. Oh, i like you i like you but then he just really wanted to hook up with me and i'm like what the fuck that was like the, now i gotta remember the best date of my life is from somebody who was an asshole like come on I mean, I'm sure you're going to have another best date you ever had really yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll tell you, you know, anybody that. out there who wants to take me on a great date and not be an ass, like, God, can we plug your, Can we plug yeah. your Instagram for that? If you want to go on a date with Carisha Pinto, what's your Instagram? She's, she's single, ready to mingle. <laughs> Rishi Pinto, Rishi with two Ys, hit me up, take me back to him and ask it, or we could go to a different beach, but that was just a really great date, okay? Or take notes, at least. You want to treat your girl right that you're mm. talking to right now. Take her to a beautiful sunset, some sushi, nice little movie action, like, come on. <laughs> See, what, why do we, us guys, make it so complicated and hard? You, you, you spell it out this way. I ask myself these questions every damn day. Like, I think a lot of guys are so eager. It's like, okay, yeah, like, because this guy would always be like, yeah, I'm, like, so ready to, like, he's like, yeah, like, I want to see what happens. But, like, also, I'm, like, so ready to end my quarantine drought. And I'm like, don't say that to me. That's nasty. My quarantine drought. Yeah, he kept being, which I guess is my fault for ignoring the fucking red flags, I guess. And then I'm like, yeah, great, right? But like, what? what, what? Yeah, he kept saying it. He's like, yeah, it's been a while. Like, I want to end my quarantine. (laughs) Right? That's exactly what I'm saying. And then, like, yeah, he was just such an ass. I'm like, that's gross. So, like, and then honestly, it's funny because if he had just taken me on a couple dates and like been nice to me and like actually wanted to get to know me, whatever, then yeah, sure. Like, you know, like I'm not a nun. Like, yeah, you know, take the next level. Just put in some effort. Just put in some effort. Take me on a couple dates, you know, and then it's fine. But like, don't, don't tell me like mid conversation, like, yeah, I can't wait to end that quarantine drought. Like, ew, it's so creepy. I want to, I want to find this guy and talk to him. Like, what the hell is the matter with you? like where's the wise like if you have to say you're a nice guy like over and over again you're probably not a nice guy because he's like i'm such a nice guy i'm like yeah such i hate a anyone who says that. i'm so nice he's like yeah like people take advantage of me because i'm so nice and i'm like really because i'm like waiting for you to like be nice <laughs> to me like, so interested in me like god <laughs> 
yeah. yeah. That's one thing I learned to like try to stay away to like yeah. I've had experience like trying to not be myself and dwind down so this girl will like me and it just made it worse. Then that's what I've learned. Like I gotta be myself now. And if they like Absolutely. me for who I am, it's yeah. gonna work out. Seriously. Yeah, and like be nice and like just be genuine and like want to get to know somebody. Like I hate when people are like like try to define everything like right away. Like, oh like yeah, but you're gonna like hook up with me, right? Like it's like no, just like see where <laughs> so it goes. Do do so many guys that? do that. Guy oh my god. The Tinder experience and like even like yeah. bump Hinge experience for women like I don't know if it's just like me or maybe it's like a, it's like a race thing or like a weight thing like I don't know but like these guys who message me are like literally so disgusting I'm like can you stop like can you respect me for like just in general like I don't know I'm like every day they're like trying to lock it down like oh like you know like we're gonna link up later like can I come over I'm like no you can take me out on a date you can you know Try to try to impress me a little bit, like damn. Yeah, you're a catch, Karishma. You're a all, nice, pretty girl who deserves so much respect and great vibes. You could really enhance somebody's life too. You're <laughs> you're you're not just like I, I re- I'm really serious saying this, and n- no girl should be used just for sex. It's 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 wrong. It it genuinely is, and it you need to establish a connection. You establish a connection. You know, obviously the sex is probably better if you guys genuinely like each other. You that's know, what I'm saying. Things. I'm like, no offense. I don't want to like put in all that effort if I don't even like you that much. Like, yeah. damn, you know. And I want to be like comfortable around you. Like, for sure. You that's, know, it, it's 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 not a race. And again, of course, like, unless those types, you know, someone takes someone home and they establish, okay, this is just so you know, this is just for tonight. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I've experience before too at the bar, like when you're like really drunk and like you meet a guy, like you know, I've gone to someone's hotel room, but like <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that's a different story. That's crazy times, but like you know, that's different. But, but like I don't know, I guess like people have this expectation of like Tinder as like a hookup app. Yeah, but I don't know, like at least show some like decency and like at least pretend like you want to get to know me. I don't know, Absolutely. like. Yeah, I mean, they, you should, they shouldn't either. You know, everything, I think a lot of people think with matching, like, you are going to match with your future wife. And that's not necessarily always the case. You, you can just, it's going to, you have to let it grow and, and be something. So you can have that comfortability and that legitimacy. And like, I think, I think one thing with my data game, like, I was, this is non-existent back at college or whatever. It was just more of that, that friendship guy. And, and you know, yeah. I really feel fine with that. And so I would learn about all these complaints because mm-hmm. like, the girls would, would do that. I, I remember this one girl who hit me up. She fucked my roommate, and that's fine. So she hit me up. See how yeah. I was doing, and uh, she, yeah. she asked for her sweater. I guess she left, and I literally texted back. You actually had the audacity to text me that. She's like, "Why? What?" And I re- and I ghosted after that. But like, that was the oh, type of good friend. You made people feel comfortable. Like you were a good friend. You know? Oh no, of like, course that, of course that, and and that's no problem. And you know, I'm not saying that as a complaint for sure. I'm not like because okay. I genuinely like to be friends with that, and um. And it, and I understand that's the vibe I gave off for sure. And I just felt like I just felt like you know 
I was I, I guess I was friendly with this person, but like um, I don't know. It just it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, oh, that's the only reason why you're going to hit me up. And even if we're just friends, you could talk about all the guys you hate, all the guys little dicks or or whoever's complaining. I, I'm fine. I will listen to you for that, even to this day. Yeah. But like, don't make it seem like that's all I'm used for. That that's all I'm yeah. saying. You know. No, that's that's frustrating. I get where you're coming from with that. Like, if that's literally the only thing they're talking about. They're not like hitting you up to like go do stuff or like talk yeah. about else or ask you how you are doing and exactly what you're going through like that's frustrating for sure for sure like honestly i don't mind the friend so whatsoever i genuinely do i like it I, I remember i remember one person who rejected me and i was happy to be in the friend zone i genuinely was <laughs> and um i just I, so i would learn all these things and the complaints and i still have so much to learn myself with dating i'm not perfect yeah. I, I do believe if whatever's meant to be will happen I genuinely believe that because mm-hmm. look at all those people who are madly in love. They don't really complain about it. And, uh, I, th- I mean, but the, even that too, you never know. Like uh, it right. just, it's like crazy. Like social media makes everything look perfect. And like, I find myself being like, Oh my God, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not on a particular timeline. Like I'm not like dating yeah. anyone right now. Like you get so like worried, but like, it's fine. We're chilling. You know what? Single people like, you know, Absolutely. It's fun. I'm having fun. Like, I don't know. I just, I am too. I am too. I genuinely am. And I feel so much better. And that's why getting stood up was low key. The best thing that's happened dating in a while. I mean, of course I would, who doesn't want love some companionship or some Absolutely. intimacy Yeah. and that'll sure. come in time. And, and I trust, I genuinely trust it. I just like being myself. I like the way I look. I like, um, things going. I, I don't have anything to worry about. I don't have anyone to impress. And if it happens, I just re-downloaded the dating apps. I, I was off them since that. And, but now I'm just like, okay, if this person shows the effort, if I show the effort, then, then it's fine. I, yeah, um, absolutely. You got to take it one step at a time, truly. Yeah. And that's what's great. You know, we're, we're in our mid twenties. That's still five years of being twenties. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. There's no like set timeline, which I think again is like really hard because you're seeing all these people get getting engaged and having babies and all that, but like there's no right way to do anything. So it's just like we're just chilling, like we're doing the damn thing. Like, you know, it'll happen when it happens. I'll DM you Karishma for people I see getting engaged. It's like they're not gonna last. There's not except one couple that I went to their wedding. All the weddings I personally seen that I personally know. Yeah. Some, of course, who got married, I have no, no idea. I'm sure they're good, but I just feel like, damn, they're not going to work out. Well, yeah. You guys are so I stupid. Mean, I, I would hope for the best. I, I don't know. Like, okay. Yes. I, I don't want, I'm not oh, wishing no ill will. I genuinely hope for the best. I just, if they, I'm just saying, if they said, oh, we're divorced, I just not want to be be like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. Cause like, yeah, yeah. that would be me. I would not want to be married right now. I would not want to be engaged right now. No, like, no, no. No, for no, sure no. And, and those people know their relationships better than me so what do yeah. i have to say but i'm just saying like i said if if something changed then um oh okay that's it's whatever and uh but i do i hope they prove me wrong i hope exactly. they prove me wrong yeah <laughs> oh man the, the best so you would say that as that that uh, was was there a best date that wasn't that asshole guy um, I don't know. Like, I've been on a lot of bad dates, so it's yeah, really hard me about to, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I literally have, like, a list of all the guys that I, like, went on dates with this year. You actually wrote and a list? I, I, like, have a list. It's, like, oh. so long. And I, I, like, I, like, put X's, you can't see this, I put X's next to their names. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> 
Oh boy. <laughs> you know, like honestly, it's too painful for me to want to remember. I remember Karishma. I've, I've talked about this before. I went with this one girl who would hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, damn, that is so true. The way she looked. Oh my God. But I don't know. I guess it's cause I was, I wasn't Leo level that it didn't work. <laughs> Maybe so. You know what? I think when the right person comes along, they'll come along. And yeah, like, it's absolutely. Be. That's why I really... Am. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I was just no. saying, what do I have to worry about? So being myself. I like myself. I'm sure someone else will like me. And then we can <laughs> like each other and we could grow and enhance something. Exactly. And I think it's just like all about not settling. So like, yeah, it looks really bad that I've been on like a ton of dates, but like at the end of the day, I just like don't settle. Like if you're not matching my energy, then I'm not going to keep pursuing it. Like half these guys, like I was just like, I can't do this. Like a lot of them just wanted hookups like, and that's it. And like, didn't even want to like go out and do stuff. And I'm like, and I get it. Like, again, like navigating dating during a pandemic too, like, Obviously, I was, like, trying to be very as safe as possible. Like, sure. I'd only see some of these guys, like, you know, after two weeks quarantining or making sure they weren't seeing anybody because I wasn't seeing anybody else in up in Hartford. So, yeah, you don't know. Like, it's just been – it's it's tough. And – but, again, like, I think my advice to, like, anybody is, like, don't settle. Like, if you – if someone's, like, not meeting your needs, like, you can't change them. Like, that's not going to happen. So, it's either up to you to – try to be like all right if i accept this or i don't and sorry like it's not going to go anywhere so yeah uh, it's it's it really is unbelievable uh, i mean well no it's not un- i mean it's unbelievable how crazy some people make the dating but it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it i think that's we, true that's I, true it's 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 gonna happen. I know we like ourselves. Like I said, Karishma, you're a catch. You don't have anything to worry about. You don't need these annoying ass dudes. I'm just trying to do my <laughs> thing whenever that person is meant to be. And like, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. And, and I just hope I make the right decisions. I hope that um, I hope things you know manifest the way it's meant to be. And I hope that um. I, I get something at least at the end of the day. And I really mean this with even if even um swiping right that we don't get as far as just to, you know, contact cards and we don't get each other's number. I hope that I at least get their respect. Mm-hmm. Well, that respect, okay. even whoever I date and hopefully marry someday, I'd like to be, have a family. Yeah. Most important is the respect. I just hope I could get the respect, the trust and comfortability. And I genuinely won't take it for granted because of, how crazy this world is how crazy dating is you know the good times of dating the bad times i won't take it for granted because as you as i mentioned it's all types of um aspects and i just hope beyond any intimacy but but beyond um you know beyond any sex beyond any um, companionship i hope that somebody's just genuinely happy to talk to me even on a little text and and this and and I even on those days, not thinking it's going to say I'm just thinking about you, I, mm-hmm. I and and that just brightens someone's day. Like, who's the person to distract you from the, the, those sad and challenging times? That's all I hope I could provide to someone, and they provide to me. And I genuinely believe it's going to be worth that wait. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. That'll happen for you, Mac. Come on. <laughs> it will. You just gotta. I mean, I think they always say that you, like, end up finding someone when you're, like, not looking. So, like, when you, like, least expect it. So, I don't know. It'll, 
what will come will come. You know? Yeah, we're definitely going to win, Karishma. We're both great catches. We're both. <laughs> you know where our Instagrams are, so slide in our DMs if anyone's <laughs> interested. Respectfully, there. respectfully, of course. Remember, do it respectfully. Yes. Maybe with a pickup line. Like, okay, that's what you are. The, you like the pickup lines? Like, the good ones, because I've gotten some, like, really crazy racist pickup lines. And I'm like, that's not Fuck even those funny. assholes. It happens a lot. So I'm like, just be respectful, okay? Okay. Absolutely. You know, mom pit or miss with the – I don't know the pickup lines. What are – if it if, – it depends if I hit them or not. Some people, and I'm not anyone ridiculous. Like, see, here are mine that I've done. I've done, um, you know, that girl I told you dated, I said this line, and she would make fun of me even though, hey, you know, you did date me. So, anyways, <laughs> I said, um, will you be my Tinderella? Aw. <laughs> see, that's nice. That's really freaking cheesy, Matt. Come on. Hey, what, what, do I gotta, what does a guy got to do? I don't know. It's just getting attention. <laughs> Maybe I don't mean like pick up line. I just mean like say something nice. Like I've had guys right. be like, you have such a sweet smile or like someone like commented on my outfit and was like, that's such a great outfit. Like, cause I was wearing like overalls that had sunflowers on them. And he's like, that's so great. That like matches your personality and your energy or something. And I'm like, I don't know. Like when guys are like, like. Trying observant. too hard? No, 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 no. I like that oh, he was like. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And like being observant and like being or like someone was like, Oh, like I love all your glasses. You seem to be wearing all these different glasses and all your pictures and I'm like, Oh my god, you noticed. Thank you. You notice I have six pairs of glasses. Like, thank you. Like nails. Like I'm telling you guys, like just if you comment on like little things, like if a guy com- compliments my manicure, I'm like oh, thank you. All bets are off. I'm like, Yes, yes, you're my new man. Love it. That's what that's how I've learned and you know, and I've talked to my friend Abby about this and news more often, more being more observant, commenting on the interest and stuff like that, and that creates a genuine yeah, combo. Excuse me, I had a I don't know, air bubble. But anyways, uh you know, but some other pickup lines again just for shits and giggles. I would do hello, is it me you're swiping for? And I would put little Lionel <laughs> Richie on. God, you're so cheesy. That's like cute, though. That's like cute. <laughs> you love your little puns, don't you? I just love to write. So, yeah. I used to try to do the names and the puns. Some some got embarrassing and stuff, but oh. but but now I, I more nor generally I'm just like the more I've done recently, I've said like, hey, how was your day? Zero to ten. Yeah, like that's sweet. See, like just like that's ten. what I would ask. Yeah, like you're, you know, I one that I've done is um is uh um what i say what i say i said uh what was the best thing you did last week which Aww, is what that's so, a good question it's like you know like it those, makes you think it makes a girl think like you know like that's sweet for sure like that's what i um that's that, those are the convos that uh i do now i don't do the pickup lines anymore but i admit i stole that line for someone said it to me on bumble i was like that doesn't make sense but i did come up with a zero to ten really oh yeah bumble's my favorite one because um you know they already start some interest so i was like okay good off the bat so i hope that um we we make it work so which one's your favorite out of them all <laughs> I don't know. I just like any pickup line or any line. No, I was gonna say it was dating app, but um, dating app. Oh, um, 
I don't have it. Like I would say, I always go back to Tinder because there's more guys on it. Like I don't have, yeah. I hate them all the same. I, I hate, hate them, them all. The same. I hate the Trinity. But, I hate the Trinity. But I like, but I like download them again, and then like I'll download Hinge, and then like I'll get like the same the dudes. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, gotta go back to Tinder because more people are on it. But, but then it's like always the same guys. I always see guys that I like already went on dates with or like that I already talked to. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and then they never remember. I'm like, yeah, we talked before. And they're like, what? Like, I remember <sighs> I would like always match with this guy. And I ended up seeing him for like a month too. Like, we went on like six, seven dates. And I had matched with him like five times over the last several years. And then we finally decided to like meet up. And then we were like, seven? Wait, up. wait, how many years? No, no, it's like. It's- few years like five, maybe like four or five years yeah. you were just matching each other and then you finally so, went out that that's some dedication and then we like never like t- like we, we talked for like a little bit and then like we wouldn't and then maybe i'm exaggerating maybe it was like two years three years i don't know because okay. it was some time yeah he was like oh i remember you talking about like this and like grad school i'm like holy shit that was like two years ago <laughs> and and then we, we were like we should finally just meet up we did yeah, and like that was nice. He took me mini golfing. That was fun. We went on a lot of fun dates, but then it just like didn't work out because like he didn't text me. And like I don't know, I'm the type of person who like values when someone like communicates with me during the week when we're not like seeing each other. So absolutely, that's, yeah. And that's what I've gone. You know, established. Wait, you're frozen. Yeah, you're frozen too. You hear me though? <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Now we're back. Had some technical difficulties, but thank God it was saved because this is some awesome. This is an awesome chat. I hope you're having as much fun as I am, Karishma. I am. Time has flown by. For Seriously. real, for real. That's how you know it's a good one. Yeah. Aww. So what were you were saying? So you were so you were telling me you were back and forth with some. That, well, actually, and this happened just to me like, now. And, like, we had, like, so this one guy, like, we had a really good time. We were seeing each other for, like, a month. Like, we went on a lot of great dates. And then he just, like, wasn't texting me. And I've had this issue before with guys. Like, they just, like, wouldn't talk to me between dates. And I'm, like, I'm the type of person who, like, I, like, You have to establish it. something. Yeah. Like, I value, like, chatting, getting to know each other. Like, I love TikTok, like, and memes. And I'm, like, send me some TikToks. Like, let me send you some TikToks. And I'm, like, look at this funny meme I saw. Like, he just, like, wouldn't engage in conversation. And, like, granted, he was a little bit older. He was, like, 28, 29. And, like, I guess maybe he, like, wasn't as much on his phone. But, like, I was, like, I mean, I told him, like, that's what I wanted. And then we just decided. Like, he ended up, like, dumping me and being, like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, we have a great connection in person. But I just feel like our texts are so forced. So it's not gonna work. Of, and I'm like, that's the weirdest thing. I'm like, that's so heard. stupid. I'm like, you could just make, we could just make it work. Like you're literally dumping yeah. me because like we're not, we're not compatible over text. But you're saying, but we're fine in person. Like it made no sense. He's a loser. Yeah, loser. <laughs> oh man. He was a nice guy. Like he was a really great guy. I guess. Okay, I'm just take that back. <laughs> we just weren't, we weren't right for each other is all. So. I hear, I hear. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're like I said, we're gonna win and we can um help each other out when we need to trying to figure out this world of bays and not bays, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're the breadwinners. So Karishma, like I said, we've been at for almost two hours, but yeah. I've really had a lot of fun with it. I hope you have too. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully we could do this again sometime. Yeah, just let me know. Great catching I, up with you. I can't believe it's been this long. And I'm sure. glad to know that you're doing well and that you have this podcast. Very cool stuff. 
Oh, that really means a lot. And uh, yeah, I, if you want, I'll always promote your head. Your, I could always promote your uh, stuff for you while we do this. And um, yeah, it'd be really sweet. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So I end every podcast with the Proust questionnaire, a special like rapid fire. I mean, there's no time up time limit, but um, but um, you know. They're nice and profound questions. So I would love to hear your answers for this. The great Kirishma Pinto. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. Give it to me. Let's do it. So number one, what is your favorite word? Oh, my favorite word? Um, Tinder. Just kidding. (laughs) Tinder? Um, (laughs) I don't know. My favorite word? Ah! I don't have a favorite word, but I do like the word community Community. or do you mean like a favorite word that i say all the time no like literally favorite favorite word word. i've heard the words as inquisitive or edubly is your favorite (laughs) word just i don't know my favorite i don't know i don't have a favorite word (laughs) all right we'll we'll stick with community community i just love everything about it i i work in a community nonprofit. i'm always saying the word community i'm always typing it out so community I love the show Community. I just started binging it. You ever see it? There you go. It's, I've seen a couple episodes. It's funny. Give it more. Give it more of a chance. Fine. I promise I won't let you do that. <laughs> Fine. It was that easy to convince <laughs> you, huh? All right. <laughs> yeah. Number two. What is your least favorite word? Oh, my God. Um, I hate the. I hate when people say lit. I'm sorry, Matt. Not to totally bother you. Why are you lit seriously? Like, stop. Like, I remember I used to say it like sophomore year, not to like be that person. No. <laughs> like, oh man, that's lit. That's lit. <laughs> I, you're right. That is my word, and I've been talked about it many times. But <laughs> this is nothing personal, okay? Not no, no, totally of course. It's, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Um. But hey, I'm making it. I'll keep the word to stay alive. I'll say it at my wedding day. My wedding is lit, mom and dad. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate that. Oh my gosh, that would be that. I hope my wedding's just. I figured with all the bad formal dates and all that, I'll have an awesome wedding. Like like, it's gonna be a show. It'll be be lit. Literally and figuratively. Oh, it'll be lit. Literally. Yeah. Literally. You must hate that. Literally. I do love, if I had to choose, I say literally a lot. My favorite word might be actually literally or like fuck, because I'm always like fucking this, fucking that, like, you know, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. I want to have my pre, I want to have whoever the priest or the um, the minister, I want it to be a, a, a show. Like, I want fireworks and make it so lit. I want, I want celebrity performance. I want celebrities at the wedding. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! I want to have a small wedding, like not a huge deal. Spend as little as possible. For now, so we are opposites in that regard. What if that changes in a few years? I just think, like, if you like find someone that you like want to marry, like, I don't think that, I don't think you need to have like a huge spectacle. Like, the more I think about it, the more I see all these weddings, I'm like, why? Like I would like want to have everyone donate instead of like gifts, like donations to like charities, and then like small ceremony, lots of DIY, lots of mason jars. I will stand by this. I love the mason jar look. So very rustic, cute. 
yeah. barn wedding or something. I don't know. No, no, that, you you, may, you do make a great point with that, and and I hear that, you know. But it's just me. I just love everything spectacle. Like I love spectacle. I mean, look at this whole thing. As long as you invite me, because I want to party. But that's just not what the style of wedding I would want for myself. I so. mean, obviously, charisma. You could come. You could come to every party. You could come to the bachelor party if you want. Bring yeah, your, bring your, bring your, yeah. Me and all your boys, we're going to party, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel you could keep up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Where should I have my bachelor party? And we'll have don't this on record. Um, don't do Vegas. Vegas? Too, no, because Vegas, come on, do something out of the box. Like, I don't know. I want to, oh, you should do Edinburgh. Atlantic City. Scotland. No, go it's abroad. I'm not going to do Scotland. Yeah, you love drinking. It's you could drink. You could drink in Vegas. How about Atlantic City? No. Oh, my God. I grew up going to AC. That's like the beach I would go to, the Jersey Shore. And that is so predictable. I would always see bachelor, bachelorette parties at AC. Hell, yeah. No. You know, you're outside of the box. Like, come on. You know what I would see? When I would go to downtown Stanford and seeing these people have bachelorette parties and we could brought you to Stanford. I don't know if you've been there. It's just like of all the places. Yeah. I remember the cool. one night I did go out in Vineyard Vines. <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, transports um, who go to Stan- Stanford. Stanford's really popular. A lot of people from all over who commute to the city, but don't want to live in Manhattan go there. Really? Yeah, no, I'm tired of Stanford. That's a place I can't, that's a place that, uh, um, like, like I've, I've 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 dated a bunch of girls from Stanford. I'm I'm, I'm done. I I uh, yeah. I, it seems like a very interesting place. Like, yeah, for sure. I I I had like you know I, I got a, one amazing friend out of it, and I was just like you know I'm done. No more talking to these girls from from the city. Even though that's all where my Tinder matches can go while living at home. Like no, no more, no more. I had. Wait, that's so funny. Well, yeah. Yeah, I almost moved there. I almost moved there. What? I could have been living there right now because I was I had a I was out for a job at Vineyard Vines headquarters for oh, like, I used to work in I was that. in their interview process. Wait, really? Cuz like I I had a corporate interview um from um October to April. I went through three this rounds year. of interviews including at like no no, 2018 and 2019. Okay. I got to go to the headquarters, meet Chef Ian, the founders. Chef Ian. I don't know who the hell and, that like, is. Yeah. I don't wear Vineyard Vines. Do I no, look Chef- like I wear Vineyard Vines? And Ian, the founders of Vineyard Vines. Yeah, okay. First of all, screw Vineyard Vines because now they're like they have a whole lawsuit for sexism. So I'm glad I didn't end up working there. Wait, wait. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Fuck them for that. See, uh, wait. So wait, what was his name? Chef. His name's Chef. The Vineyard Vines owner's name Chef. Like Shepherd. Oh, Shep. Like Like Shepherd. Come on, know the Shep shirt. Yeah, like Shep. Shep and Ian. Come on, all your fraternity brothers probably had their little oh, Vineyard Vines chef shirts and shit. I, Come on. I am so pro- anti Vineyard Vines Patagonia. I will wear Ralph, but Ralph can be for anybody. <laughs> nah, fuck Patagonia and, and uh, Vineyard Vines. You will never see me wear it. But yeah, like I said, I. Oh my God. All right. No, this will never gift you with Vineyard Vines. Like, <laughs> please, no. No, please. yeah, fuck them too. I, I feel that. But yeah, like I would, I had one more, I dated one more girl from Stanford and we became great friends and I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with it. I, uh, I don't oh my need. God. I can't believe you become like friends of all your dates. Meanwhile, I'm like blocked, deleted, denied, never talk to me ever fucking again, Matthew. I've been out with all <laughs> Matt's. Like, Are you really? So, 
I'm like, no. are guys named yeah, Matt's difficult to date? Lots yes, the guy that the guy from last month who didn't save my number, a Matt. So, oh, huh. does that a make Matt. does that make me the best Matt you know, personally? Are you the best Matt I know? Hmm. It's tough. I do know a lot of Matts. Who must I? I guess. You, with? I guess you. Yeah, probably you are the best Matt I know so far. <laughs> well, you're the best Karishma I know. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Tough competition, right, for first love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i said after that no i don't need to date these stanford girls no more they're all the same at the end of the day oh my god but oh well oh well um damn what was what was i saying oh by the way bachelor party miami oh okay miami sure sure okay, okay. cool with that what if we, how about bachelor party and hartford i mean yeah bring up <laughs> Yeah. Where are we going to go? go. <laughs> Russian lady? Exactly. Yeah. I did my, t- I actually had my 25th birthday party at Russian lady. Like I had so a party sweet. at my apartment and invited all everybody I knew. And then we did, we like went bar crawling. So we like went to Rocky Horse Russian. That's fun. It was fun. That's yeah. awesome. So fun. Or like I would, I'm so interested. How about bachelor party in Toronto? That'd be cool. Toronto seems like really cool, fun, Di- and lots of diversity too. Mm. Or Los Angeles. <sighs> no, okay, LA just like seems so overrated to me. I love LA. I don't know. Or like Colorado, like a cabin or some shit in Colorado. I don't know. Just get some legal hammered. weed. Get some legal weed. Yeah, that, exactly. Yes, you, I would do that. You know, you know, you still smoke weed, Kershma? If you're allowed to say, you can. You can plead the fifth. Say that again, me. Yeah. I was like a baby pothead in college, like sophomore year. It was a baby, Wait, a I baby came, pothead. I like came, I like went to our RPW class high once, and really? I like almost got. I was so fucking suited. I like almost got hit by a car and walked to class. Oh, we were you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like shit. My roommates like got me. So. <laughs> and then I've definitely calmed down since then. Like. Like the last time I like smoked was like last year in Jamaica with my friends and like I dead ass bought yeah I bought some like really good shit from this man I shit you not we're like swimming in the ocean at our resort because it was like a private beach and I like see this man and I'm like guys this man is definitely like selling some shit and I like make eye contact with him and I'm like yeah you got something and he I've never seen anyone paddle so fast this man comes over to me and like literally sells, sells me two dubs and then I'm like I don't have any money on me sir like I'm swimming in the ocean and he's like yeah mom like you'll find me later like you pay me later and like it was just like so wow he re- you, did you pay the guy yeah i like what like hours later i went so you genuinely he trusted you like that for pay me later i'm very trustworthy okay and i sure enough i did because it was some really good shit too yeah well you're going to heaven Krishna, for that one um <laughs> the next one is uh is um excuse me the next person i would say the next question <laughs> we really I, I i like it um i like how we uh just branch out from that so the third question is now when i say this okay specifically like human interactions because when i ask this people think it's a sexual question and it's not oh <laughs> what turns you on karishma <laughs> um I think people who are like genuinely like friendly 
and like can hold a conversation and like you know you can like vibe with i don't know like people with energy that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like when you when people answers like that and when people would say like, Oh, um I've asked like two questions that people's like, you know, I really like girls who have glasses. And then someone like was really detailed, like what Cherry's Beyond is my grandma's gonna hear that. So I I I'll I'll, I'll I could text you it later. Like this was the dirtiest yeah, I thing I, the dirtiest thing I ever heard said was a like I was fine with it, but he would look so awful as a human being if the if I let that on. Oh so, I love like, that because like I don't know like there are a lot of things that are like a turn on and like attractive to me but like a lot of people have those qualities that I find aka all these guys I've dated have obviously had something that I was like turned on by or attracted to but at the end of the day it's hard to find someone who's like actually genuine and like has really good energy and is like kind like yeah. guys who are nice to like the waitress or like waiter or like people other people like such turn on I'm like oh my god he's like friendly to other people he like Aww. treats people with respect and decency which is really fucked up in a way because it's like wow this guy's doing the bare minimum he's like a decent human being like oh my god such a turn on but like mm-hmm. it's i feel like it's like hard to come by sometimes so yeah you have to push it around and have some fun in that sense <laughs> i hear that but so what having said all that what turns you off Kirishma? Um, I guess just, like, the opposite, though. Like, people who are rude and snarky and, like, just, like, have to, like, question every single thing or, like, don't care. I want someone who has, like, passion and, like, caring about something, at least. Like, find one thing and care about it, you know? Right. People who are, like, apathetic. Oh, God, apathy. Apathy just uh, makes my blood boil you hate apathy like care about something god damn it <laughs> care oh you're giving me so many great sound bites today Krishma. i love it i love it oh god i hear you though i i hate apathy too give yeah. a damn yes show some effort be yes. real be yes. cool yes don't be a fucking loser give a I shit mean, okay that's strong i mean you know okay like, sorry, sorry. My bad. I, 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 I don't I, I don't mean to think it too much. <laughs> yeah. My bad. My bad. That just you know. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I, we got the gist of it. We we know what you're yes. saying. So you're you're good. Just you're put good. some effort. Just put some effort. You're not losers if you don't put an effort. You know. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you are losers, your- but it doesn't have to be that deep either. Or maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the case longest. This is the longest prize questionnaire. But I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what are the other things that are going to be arise from this because it's interesting. I, I, like <laughs> these two questions, I'm 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 in, interested for what you're going to say. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Yeah. I don't know. What do people usually say? Like, I don't know. I mean, some people will say like, oh, well, I love the sound of a baseball getting hit. I love the sound of a yeah. interaction. The, the cracking of a bat at a yeah. game. I or swooshing sound. of the basketball. Yeah, the crack of the yeah. bat. Or... The cracking of a bat is just, it just makes me feel so nostalgic. Like, I, I love that sound. Summertime blues. Yes, exactly. Summertime yeah. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, 
I hate, it triggers my fight or flight, the, the default alarm on an iPhone. Dun, 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 dun. Or is it the one? Or is it the one? Yeah. Oh God. It makes my like nervous system just totally go crazy. I'm the type of guy who puts an alarm for everything next to my reminders. Everything. That noise doesn't trigger your fight or flight. All the time. But you know what? You know what song? I um the last ever album I bought so far was Drake's Views. I actually bought it on Apple. Oh really? And one of the uh the uh <laughs> I have a friend who always sing I hear him sing it. And it's my alarm. It's uh the song With You by Drake and Party Next Door. Yeah. It's, like, it's all about us you now, girl. Where are you going? I went I heard that for four years. And still here, and it's my alarm. No, I would hate that. It just starts dun 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 dun. I can play that whole song. Oh my god! next door, Jake. It's all about us, guy. Now, girl, where are you going? It's such a Drake line. What's your favorite Drake line? My favorite Drake line. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It would probably be very cliche because I don't listen to a lot of Drake. Um, Have you ever listened to Sensitive Drake after a breakup or something sad? Like No. Or, or, I listen to the weirdest fucking music, Matt. Like I listen to indie folk, like the Lumineers and like Are you, Mumford you, and Sons. Yeah. Like that's the shit I listen you, to. Mumford and Sons goes in. You know what I song I like? But it was not your fault but mine. No, this song really, nobody knows. <laughs> I know every uh, or the other one. Um, cold in water. Yeah, <laughs> I know that one. Who does? Who does? I think one of the Muffier sons is married to like one of my crushes. Like acting. I think. Um, 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 um. I know exactly who you're talking about. What's her name? Like the lead singer. Michelle. No. Michelle? Uh, no. What's, isn't her name Michelle? I'm about to look this up. Oh no! Or like Carrie. Mumford Dude, and the, Sons. Carrie. Marcus Mumford is married to like a Marcus. Actress. That's a fucking awesome name. Marcus, Marcus Mumford. Mumford. Yeah. I will wait. I will. Yeah, that's Marcus like their. Mumford. Oh, well. Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Yes, there you go. I told you. Okay. She's an amazing actress. I don't think yeah. I was crushing on her. No. Like, you know who's my celebrity crush? Who? Anna Kendrick. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. She's good. I think I've been... I've had such a celebrity crush on her, like, since, since like, freshman year of college. Really? I respect... I think she's an amazing actress, and I love... I'm I'm attracted to her talent. Yeah, her singing. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know... You know Alex Rodriguez, right? Yeah. You know J-Lo, right? Yeah. They're married. There was a yeah. clip of Alex Rodriguez back in the early 2000s getting asked, who's your celebrity crush? And he actually said Jennifer Lopez. No way. Oh, my God. That's so funny how things work out. They're, like, so cute together. They're, like, yeah. on TikTok. TikToks. <laughs> There's 17 years later, he actually dates her and engaged. Isn't that a story? Yeah, that's so – that's funny. I love A-Rod. I mean, he was my second favorite player. It's so all over there. 
Okay. I asked you what sound or noise do you hate? Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. 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 I'm like, fuck this, fuck that. I've been, I've been trying to hold back for this podcast, but I'll admit it's been hard. Well, you're allowed to swear on this. Well, I don't want to seem like I'm a bitch who's like always like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything. Fuck ha- this. Have you ever said the word fuck to a teacher? As to a, a joke or No. Or anyone like of authority figure? So like, it's so funny you say that because like growing up, like curse word, even just like saying shut up, my dad would like put soap in our mouth when we were like, kids. Thing. And now, like, it's so funny because, like, I say fuck in front of my parents all the time. And I just started doing that, like, maybe a year ago or so. I've been, like, testing the waters. And at first, my mom would, like, freak out. But, like, now I say fuck, like, all the time. And, like, they just don't say anything. <laughs> so. my, my favorite word, I, my favorite curse word is motherfucker. I just motherfucker. Like, motherfucker this, motherfucker that. My One of my favorite lines in the movies, Talladega Nights, Will Ferrell. And he asked this random homeless guy, Hey, man, uh, I think he asked him some question. He's like, motherfucker, why are you talking to me? Shut the fuck up. And I was oh like my- crying, laughing in sixth grade for it. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Very motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, other prof- what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, I want to be like, I would love to try to be a doctor. I wanted to be a doctor but that didn't work out and a lot of stuff grosses me out. So I don't think I could do it. So well, again, it's never too late. I mean, I don't know. We'll see, but like shout out to all the frontline workers and doctors and everybody right now putting very much. So much, much, much love and appreciation to our healthcare field. Seriously. Not only this time, but any time pre that and any time after that. Number nine, what profession would you not like to do? Uh, I would not want, that's a tough one. I don't know. I I would not want to be like a, a loser. Oh my God. Stop. Which you're not. I don't know. Like profession, a skydiving instructor. I don't know. I hate that shit. It scares me. Skydiving. No. A skydiving extraordinary. That's the first. Imagine having to jump out of a plane every, like, day, every, like, two hours with people. I wouldn't want to do that. I definitely want to try it once. I do it once, but I wouldn't want to be a skydiving instructor because I'd be, like, shitting my pants every second. Definitely. Yeah. I also want to jump in on a plane. Hell no. I've seen a lot. Something's bound to go wrong if you're jumping out of a plane that many times. (laughs) I've A lot of girls on Tinder, I feel like they do a skydiving pick if they can but like you know yeah yeah because that's cool i mean that and know, like animal like holding, a fish, holding a fish or There's dancing a at a dudes. friend's wedding <laughs> Every fucking guy has a picture of them dancing at someone's wedding i swear and i swear, I swear Every girl has that, a picture with like a fucking elephant or a tiger I hate that oh my god i hate that like ew that animal must have been so tranquilized like god I, i've tried to think what is it is you always try to think of the right not this is gonna sound dumb formula of what pictures to have but i, I just, learned yeah i feel like it's just your life just show you have a life that's how i look but, at it or like i always try to show like a close-up full body and then action 
and then like something cool or artsy yeah like that's what i heard you have to do like the selfie or medium shot the close-up the full body and like you said you doing something activities one that shows you have friends because someone told me oh this guy's alone he might not have any friends exactly Mm -hmm. or like i you know what i've been doing so i took up golf this summer and like that has gotten me so many fucking matches and likes because guys like oh you want to want to go to the driving range so now i'm making a point to put pictures of me in my little That's golf skirt like like at my like doing i did the golf event at Duncan Donuts park at the yargo stadium and like guys like oh my god you like golfed at the ballpark i'm like yeah like it's such a good talking point honestly have you ever gone on a driving range date or a golf date? no i refuse i am not ready to embarrass myself like that on a first yeah. date Matt. like and I just started golfing. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in that position. I don't want to be bending over on a first date, okay? Not in that situation, at least. And embarrassing myself with a oh, golf yeah. club. I hear you. So, <laughs> Is there any pictures you suggest for me to have? If I have a picture of me doing this or any guy, really? Any what pictures? Guy, I think... Just, I hate when guys put pictures of their fucking cars or food or random pictures. Just make sure all your pictures are just pictures of you, okay? And does, make sure they look like you. God, like, I does a guy, God. Does a guy need to have the six-pack pick to be cool? No, okay. I think, <laughs> I think dad bod, I prefer a dad bod to a guy who's, like, extremely ripped. It's, like, so intimidating dating a guy who is, like, completely ripped. Like, then you feel self-conscious. Then it's, like... You know, like they have like a six pack and like, you know, then you feel like you're like the ugly one and it's just not a good situation. And I, I would, you know, I don't want to assume for everybody, but like, I feel like a lot of girls kind of feel like that. Like you'd kind of take the dad bot over like some guy okay, who's like huh? crazy jacked. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you, do you think it's better to have like that half rip, not half rip, like half in shape, half chubby like look that would be the perfect one like okay he has some definition he's he's strong but you know i can cuddle with with this guy like is is that the because he's not totally ripped i can't can't speak to that i don't i personally Uh, uh, this was a general thing i I don't mean you specifically but you know i don't know i don't think i i I, I say that because someone once said that to me well that's not about me but not about me about like in general like that's what she says like if you could have the perfect half and half you're good yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that's great. Like, I, I don't know. I think everybody has their preference. But I think right. if I if I were to say, like, what people lean towards, like, I don't know if, like, being, like, a bodybuilder with, like, washboard abs is something that, like, everybody wants universally. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I personally, like, don't try to judge body types because, like, who am I to judge, you know? Exactly. So, it's not about yeah. what's in here. It's about what's in here. What's out here? But I mean, yeah, obviously you're going to be attracted to who you're attracted to. But like, I feel like there's more, like, you got to get to know someone too. So like, I don't know. I just try not to be that judgy. Like, so it's okay. You don't have to. It, so we, we tell the guys, it's okay to have that burger. It's okay to have Donald's. It's yeah, okay to. You guys are so hard on yourselves. Like, you don't, again, like, you don't need to spend every waking moment at the gym. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, on dating apps, like, obviously not that they would probably even match with me, but, like, guys who are, like, completely ripped, like, all gym selfies, like, Ooh. body. I swipe left on those guys because I'm like, first of all, I probably don't have a chance with you. Second of all, um, I just probably wouldn't want to either. Like, they might, which sucks. Like, they might be a really great guy. I'm not saying they're not nice people, but, like, I don't know. It's just really intimidating. And I'm like, I don't need you to lower my self-esteem anymore. So. Exactly. You could get any guy you want, Karishma, in this world. 
okay, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, my, la- I asked you, what profession would you not like to do? So, my last question for you, before we say goodbye, yeah. if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, that's tough. Because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't believe in God. So, um, what would I want a person in say heaven exists to say to me? I think I'd want them to say that like I did what I was supposed to be doing like as a living person and that like I like made a difference in like at least one person's life. Like I know that it's just really unrealistic for me to expect to have changed the entire world as one person, but like at least I would hope that I impacted at least one person in some kind of profound way. Well, in all seriousness, Krishna, I'm sure you have done that already and you will do it in the future. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Very welcome. But yeah, we've been killing it close to two and a half hours. This has been great. I hope you had a good time. I really did. So great talking to you, Matt. It really was. And um, obviously, let's stay in touch for sure. Don't let this be the end. Yeah. And um, I'll let you know that intense thing um, that guy said (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Okay, good. Wait, let me... You're, are you going to cut this part out? I want to take a picture of us. Okay, one second. Mm-hmm. But right. seriously, Karishma, been nothing but a pleasure to talk to. It's been great chopping it up. Again, I hope to talk to you really soon. And seriously, it's been a great time. And I hope you have had some uh, as much fun as I did. And again, you could go check out Karishma's awesome business. Go to Heart. heart go on Instagram at Heart and can co all one word and heart is spelled h-a-r-t and yep. so again if you want to check out the awesome bracelets that Christmas producing go to at heart and hand co is there anything else you want to say Christmas before we say goodbye um no i think that's it thanks again for having me and i hope everybody enjoys our little antics <laughs> trust me they will i think they will so it's been great and we definitely are going to want you to back so we have so many more things to decode about our world right now so we'll be i'm looking forward to it me too all right Bye. so with that i'll see you later Krishna, and hope you have a great night thanks you too Charisma Pinto. Seriously, what a great guest. She was honest. She was funny. She didn't hold anything back. And she was entertaining as hell to have on the podcast. Thank you so much, Charisma. We're back here on Monday with the great Matt Edwards talking about his road to recovery, being a born-again Christian, rising above hate, demons, and even some certain addictions. He got through COVID-19 as well, and he has a lot of great messages for us all to take in. So he's going to be on the program on Monday. We have the great Chris Booman Emily on Thursday, my great friend from school, another great friend of mine. We really bro down and kicked it for that one. Man, that's one person where if you're around him and you speak to him, nothing but good vibes. What a great pleasant to be around. But yeah, Chris Boomin's going to be on the program Thursday. And yeah, we're going to uh, keep moving 
enjoy and prosper no matter what. Again, Christmas Pinto, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, the audience, for tuning in. You are the very best listeners and fans in the world, and words can't describe how much I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Keep doing the right thing. We got more playoff football going on. Man... We have a really good match matchups. As I said, I hope to see the Bills and the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, but I hope the conference championships wind up resulting in the Packers playing the Bucks and then for the NFC, then the Bills and the Chiefs. And I think the Bills can really pull it off with a stellar offense and this emergence of Josh Allen. I think they can bring down the extremely good and a team I have a lot of respect for the Kansas City Chiefs but I believe that the Buffalo Bills can uh, get there and hopefully do the upset but nothing set in stone yet we have some good games ahead so enjoy playoff football weekend be safe socially distance and be responsible I believe you can and I believe in you and with all of that my name is Matt Brown. This is the Productive Conversations Podcast, and I will see you all on Monday. Peace.